0: everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of... The Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Is our last show before vacation? We're probably going to do a couple shows from vacation.
1: Uh, yeah, the beginning of vacation, we might
0: do one or two. Excellent. And uh, let's start out on the Disney Parks blog.
1: All right. Um, they have a annual tour to turtles at... Vero Beach.
0: That's right. This is the 15th annual tour to turtles. And this is sponsored by the Disney Conservation Fund and the Disney uh, Cruise Line. And this is a migration marathon, uh, which occurs on the shores of Disney's Vero Beach Resort, which is one of their vacation club properties. And they allow turtles to nest there. And this is the time of year when the turtles uh, head back to sea uh, and they're born and it's part of their whole migration route. So uh, they actually collect data. Um, related to the turtles, they tag the turtles, they do all sorts of stuff. So, uh, fun times going on at the Vero Beach, uh, resort. Cool.
1: I love a sea turtle.
0: I know you do. They're your favorite. They are. And, uh, what's going on over in Disneyland?
1: They put some fresh paint on the hills above Mickey's Toontown during the reimagining at Disneyland.
0: That's right. They have the first coat of paint along the walls that actually look like a mountainscape, uh, above Mickey's Toontown. So uh, that area is closed right now. It's also closed because they're installing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, as well as redoing uh, the whole area of Toontown. It's supposed to reopen in early 2003. So uh, all told, it will have been shut down for about a year. And that's the only news out of California. So let's head across the coast over to Florida.
1: Okay. Um, They added some more steel to the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. And they um, have concrete fully encasing the Disney World Railroad wall.
0: Excellent. We know the Railroad railroad Wall has been being worked on for a while. Um, this is just part of enclosing it so that you don't see the future world stuff, I guess, in Tomorrowland. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it will look nice when it's done. Uh, but they have added some steel framework to one corner uh, of the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, which is a gift shop slash ride exit. I will admit last week, Cheryl was right from our, I'm sorry, from our last episode, they did move the exit to Space Mountain, so it is not exiting out of uh, the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, and uh, this is just, you know, part of plussing up that area to, um, to handle the crowds that are going to be coming out of Tron light cycle run.
1: Right. All right. Um, Disney World friendship boats have gotten some new paint.
0: That's right. Some of the boats have been removed from service because rumor is they're getting a new paint scheme. Uh, The friendship boats uh, bring people across the world showcase lagoon, uh, as well as to and from Epcot uh, and Disney's Hollywood Studios from the resorts around uh, Crescent Lake. So you may know them as the white uh, boats with pastel colors around the windows and striping on the roof. So, um, some of them are coral and blue, some are pink and teal, red and yellow, purple and teal. And no word if those paint schemes are being replaced or, you know, maybe it's just time for a refreshing.
1: Yeah. Imagineering has filed permits for theming installation at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Hollywood Studios.
0: That's right. Walt Disney Imagineering has actually filed two new permits. Uh, The first permit is for theme facades, which would refer to the facade visible. Uh, at the restaurant's entrance and the other permit is for the fabrication and installation of set pieces uh, which would be the interior and some of the exterior of the restaurant okay what's going on in the resorts
1: um they have finished refurbishing fort wilderness resort uh beach
0: yeah beginning in may the beach at the fort wilderness resort had been closed uh and now refurbishment uh, has been completed and beach chairs are back on the uh back on the beach
1: I mean, what's the point of beach chairs if you can't go in water it's not even like there's a pool nearby that's true okay. some people
0: just like to sun themselves in the sand i guess all right
1: all right uh category three seating is now available for hoop to do musical review
0: that's right. hoop Do doo has been back since June, and at that time they were only open uh, Category 1 and Category 2 seating, uh, and that was available at the front and rear of the main floor. Uh, now Category 3 is open, uh, and that is balcony seating along the sides. Uh, balcony seating is $66 uh, for Category 3 uh, for adults and $39 for guests under the age of 10. Uh, if you have a wheelchair, you have to know that there's no elevator access. Or if you have mobility issues, there's no elevator access to that area. Okay. And that's it. We're on to entertainment already.
1: All right. Uh, Marvel's Eternals 2 has been teased by Patton Oswalt.
0: Patton Oswalt.
1: Oh, Patan, it's Patan,
0: just such so much a nicer way to say it. That's right. Patan Oswald. Um, he <laughs> has—he was recently interviewed, uh, and he has suggested that Eternals 2 uh, is going to be made with, doc, with uh, director Chloe Zhao back from the first film. Uh, you may remember that Patton Oswald showed up with Harry Styles. <laughs> I in don't the, even
1: know his name. How would I remember that? In the
0: post credit scene, um, he played Pip. Oh. Yeah, he's oh. also a comedian. Good to know. Yes. And what other rumor do we have?
1: Oh, uh, Oscar Isaac seems to confirm Moon Knight Season 2 in a video
0: from Cairo. No, that's Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Um, no, Oscar Isaac apparently posted a TikTok video uh, with director Mohamed Diab, uh, and they were in Cairo. And he was essentially saying, what other reason would we have to be in Cairo except to be filming Season 2 of Moon Knight?
1: Okay, well,
0: that's good. That would not be a bad thing. No, that was a good show. You know, I'm a little hungry. You know what I could go for? Some cereal? Some breakfast cereal.
1: Hocus Pocus 2 cereal is coming.
0: That's right. Hocus Pocus 2 will debut on Disney Plus on September 30th. And in commemoration uh, of this momentous event, (laughs) Kellogg's has announced that they will release a special cereal uh, along with the film's release, and it is the limited edition berry brew, which is flavored with other uh, natural flavors, I guess uh, berry flavors and others. Um, Will you buy a box?
1: I think in six months I'll be able to buy discounted boxes boxes at Job Lot.
0: (laughs) All right, duly noted.
1: Uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law, um, has had its premiere delayed till August 18th.
0: That's right. It was supposed to be released on Wednesday, August 13th, but they have pushed that back to Thursday, August 18th. And new episodes will debut on Thursdays uh, on Disney+, Plus, which gets away from their Wednesday release dates. All right.
1: Um, the Scare Zone sets for Halloween Horror Nights have been installed in New York at Universal Studios Florida.
0: That's right. Uh, you know, it's it's well, God, it's the middle of August. Uh, no, it's the start of August, which means Halloween is right around the corner, uh, and uh, they have set up some of the scare zone sets. Which, uh, what we see in some of these pictures, is a a big John Deere tractor run amok uh, into a uh, tent. All right. Hopefully, no one was harmed. I hope not.
1: Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends is coming to Universal's Cabana Bay
0: Beach Resort. That's right. From September 2nd through Halloween, the Universal Monsters Gallery uh, Gallery of Legends will be available at the uh, Cabana Bay Resort. Uh, this is a Monsters-themed photo gallery experience, and it is exclusive to the Orlando uh, Universal Orlando Resort guests. Uh, they will also have the Spooky Swizzle Lounge uh, set up during that time.
1: All righty. Um, The tracks are taking shape, and the show buildings are going vertical for the Super Nintendo World at Universal's Epic Universe.
0: That's right, Universal's Epic Universe, their fourth theme park, which is uh, down the street from their original parks. Uh, You can see construction going vertical. You can see the layout of some of the tracks uh, in some of the overhead shots. Uh, This is going to be the future home of the Mario Kart attraction. Uh, And the building that is going vertical is Yoshi's Adventure. Uh, They're also going to have a Donkey Kong-themed ride. Ooh, fun. Yeah.
1: Um, The hotel at Universal's Epic Universe could be completed a year before the park opens.
0: Yeah, uh, they've actually filed a permit to put a second hotel there, um, and... uh, That's, that's the story. Uh, the Universal's Epic Universe Hotel one is going to be a 500 unit full service hotel that will be completed by, uh, the fourth quarter of 2023. They expect the theme park itself to be open at 2025. And, um, that's the deal. They're going to put a second resort there already, another 750 unit hotel room. Okay. That would bring Universal Orlando's resort, uh, count to 10 hotels with just over 10,000 rooms across the resort. Still a far cry from what Disney has, but uh, they're getting there.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, SeaWorld uh, is looking to draw more theme park visitors as their finances are strong.
0: That's right. They just had their quarterly earnings call, and uh, they did announce that this was the fifth consecutive period of record financial results. Uh, They're up, uh, let's see... 65 million from the same period in 2021 and 99 million from 2019. So they're almost $100 million above where they were pre COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had about 6.3 million guests last quarter, uh, which was a decrease of about 200,000 people uh, in 2019. And they say that is because uh, international visitors and group visitation is down. Um, but other than that, they think it's really strong. They are recovering. Park visitors are spending more. And uh, in-park, per capita spending has increased nearly 33%. So, you know, it's not just Disney. We talk about Disney and Chapek
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, wanting to increase per capita mm-hmm. spending, and it's what everybody is uh, is looking for.
1: All right. Uh, Give Kids the World Village has um, reached capacity and ended their holiday lights event.
0: That's right. They're back up to 100% capacity now. And the past two years, excuse me, the past two years, they have run the year, what is it, year of a million lights? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, uh, I'm sorry, night of a million lights will not be... Uh, In operation this year because they're at 100% capacity. Right, there's no So, the reason they did it the past couple of years was uh, they only had 50 families at the complex. So, by holding the Night of a Million Lights, it gave them the opportunity to uh, raise some additional funds. Um, But now that won't happen. So, um, you know, it's good that they're at 100%. Give Kids the World Village uh, is a village for children with medical issues. Usually they're down there on wish trips, uh, and they're a nonprofit organization. And it's a pretty good uh, pretty good group down there. Absolutely. Yes. And that's uh, all the news. we uh under 12 minutes today.
1: We're also very tired. We are. <laughs> so
0: I uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. We will be headed for the Outer Banks. So like, uh, like we said, one or two shows from there next week. And then we're off to the Disney Wish for our first time on board. Her. Yeah. All right. So have a good weekend, everybody. And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>